Hey, all you beautiful people. Thank you so much for coming to my podcast. Quick reminder, if you want to listen to the songs that I have on my podcast, and that will be on Thursdays, you will have to download the Anchor app, comma, go to anchor.fm slash Ashley Milan Brooks, comma, or if you clicked on the shared link on any of my social media sites, whether that is Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or Snapchat, Click on that link and there will be an option to listen to my podcast right then and right there. You're all set if you do that and you'll be able to hear the lovely array of songs that I choose. So, you know, don't miss out, you guys. Click that link or download the app for yourself and see. Ah, It's going to be so fun. So, uh, what's the banger today? I mean, honestly, I'm irritated. everybody today we're gonna just um calm it down a little bit reminisce on some emotions and um listen to some music by some great fabulous black women across history celebrate toni morrison who was um an author and a writer and just um you know share some of my thoughts my words and some other words of women who have tried to get this life thing figured out and i think they've succeeded so just sit back, relax, and get your total fix of blackness and womanliness and creative expression and all that good stuff. So enjoy it. Get your ears prepared because they're totally going to be happy. <laughs> in light, in memory, and in respect of the great um, author and writer Toni Morrison. I am going to read some of her famous quotes and just, you know, give her a little bit of the attention and the light right now because um, I never was a strong, strong Toni Morrison fan, but I am familiar with her works, you know, growing up in school, just hearing about her. And I definitely do respect um, her opinion, her point of view, and how she formulated her thoughts to just touch the lives of many people so um sit back and relax and enjoy all the beautiful words that Toni Morrison left us you are your best thing the function of freedom is to free someone else if there's a book that you want to read but it hasn't been written yet, then you must write it. If you surrender to the air, you could write it. Freeing yourself was one thing. Claiming ownership of that free self was another. You want to fly, you got to give up the shit that weighs you down. Could you really love somebody who was absolutely nobody without you? You really want somebody like that? Somebody who falls apart when you walk out the door? You don't, don't you? You can't own a human being. And you can't lose what you don't own. Okay, Tony, okay. Let me say it again. You can't own a human being. And for that reason, you can't lose what you don't own. So literally any loss of a person that isn't a physical death that's not a loss you didn't own them 
that's just how things go and that's just how life happens remember that ladies men too but ladies remember that make up a story for our sake and yours forget your name in the street tell us what the world has been to you in the dark places and in the light Hmm, that's interesting that might be a topic for another writing segment and I might just use that as a prompt Hmm, we'll just have to see (laughs) his head pokes through because the clouds let him they don't wrap him up they keep him in his head up high free with nothing to hide him or bind him Love is divine, only and difficult always. If you think it is easy, you are a fool. If you think it is natural, you are blind. They don't trap him. Don't tell us what to believe, what to fear. Show us belief's wide skirt and the stitch that unravels fear's call. Hmm. As you enter positions of trust and power, Dream a little before you think. Good advice. What difference do it make if the thing you're scared of is real or not? Girl, because fear is fear, okay? Now here are some inspirational quotes about love, okay? Love is, or it ain't. Then love ain't love at all, okay? All right, honey, and she gave two snaps after that, okay? Just like thin hair. That's not hair. You got some, but mm, it's dead. If it's thin, it needs to go. (laughs) Did you ever see the way the clouds love a mountain? They circle all around it. Sometimes you can't even see the mountain for the clouds. But you know what? You go up top and what do you see? His head. The clouds never cover the head. His head pokes through because the clouds let him. Beauty was not simply something to behold. It was something one could do. At some point in life, the world's beauty becomes enough. You don't need to photograph, paint, or even remember it. It is enough. All water has a perfect memory and is forever trying to get back to where it was. Some things you forget, other things you never do. Writing is really a way of thinking, not just feeling, but thinking about things that are disparate, unresolved, mysterious, problematic, or just sweet. What's the world for you if you can't make it up the way you want it? Mm, That's a deep one. You're turning over your whole life to him. Your whole life, girl. And if it means so little to you that you can just give it away, hand it to him. Then why should it mean any more to him? He can't value you more than you value yourself. Okay, listen. Tell that to your friends, (laughs) y'all. Love is never any better than the lover. Wicked people love wickedly. Violent people love violently. Weak people love weakly. 
Stupid people love stupidly, but the love of a free man is never safe. Okay, so Tony, come on, girl, because I don't even want no man, and you over here making me want to find love. <laughs> girl. <laughs> there is a loneliness that can be rocked. Arms crossed, knees drawn up, holding. Holding on. This motion, unlike a ship's, smooth and contains the rocker. It's an inside kind, wrapped up tight like skin. Along with the idea of romantic love, she was introduced to another, physical beauty. Probably the most destructive ideas in the history of human thought. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't get caught up in the physical, y'all. Ashley too, girl, don't get caught up in physical. Because a lot of times, the physical does not align with the true intentions of the heart. All right. Okay, moving on. Don't ever think I fell for you or fell over you. I didn't fall in love. I rose in it. Girl. And I am all the things I have ever loved. Scuppernong wine, cool baptisms and silent water, dream books and number play. She is a friend of mine. She gathered me, man. The pieces I am, she gathered them and give them back to me in all the right order. And that's a great friendship. Let me tell you something. A man ain't a goddamn axe. Chopping, hacking, busting every goddamn minute of the day. Things get to him. Things he can't chop down because they're inside. Girl, she she was preaching, okay? <laughs> that literally is all Toni Morrison was, is doing right now and all her quotes that I'm reading off. Preaching. To get to a place where you could love anything you chose... Not to need permission for a desire. Well, now that was freedom. We die. That may be the meaning of life. But we do language. That may be the measure of our lives. Definitions belong to the definers, not the defined. So, you guys, I guess, from what she's saying, make your imprint in this life. Do what you feel as if you need to do. Say what you have to say. But the beauty of saying and doing things is how others are affected by it, how others take it, interpret it, and how they use it for themselves to reach out and touch somebody else. It's pretty good advice. I want to um, finish this saying while reading something that Toni Morrison said of just about her writing and about her journey of touching people with her words. And um, I will end this segment. But she said that everything I've ever done in this writing world has been to expand articulation rather than to close it, to open doors, sometimes not even closing the book leaving the endings open for reinterpretation, revisitation, a little ambiguity.
Why is it that as women, we allow ourselves to be analyzed and judged by those who know none of our story or struggle? Those of which only see the outside and maybe have ventured out into some unseen territory, but desperately miss the mark. Why is it that we are programmed to be the best versions of ourselves for the benefit of others, whether that be for our families, potential or really expected husband and children, or the many preconceived eyes and notions that lie in the world? Does it not matter if we think we are whole all by ourselves? We are taught that there is something wrong with being the expressive, vibrant, sensual, intelligent, and necessary force that develops at the moment of our conception. And at that very same moment, we are expected to utilize these traits to please and appease the masses. Sick and tired, weary and over it. I imagine a woman that skips the phase of her life where she questions who she is and her worth because of an outside opinion, or maybe even a learned internal thought process. And instead, she fully believes in herself and her output and input. There are obviously times that her body and its changes will overtake her emotions and some decision making, but she never seeks personal affirmation and questions in anyone but herself or anything but God. Kind of like a man does, but better. For she focuses on her abilities and thinks meticulously about her game plan, realizing that the marathon of life is all about the attention to detail and the pattern. This woman would be my version of a hero. Unleashed, uninhibited, and yet, oh, so secure. So this passage is really powerful and it is in a book that I was reading entitled Inner Healing for Broken Vessels, Seven Steps to Mending Childhood Wounds by Linda H. Haldies. And um, it's just a book kind of talking about different women that the lady the author has known in her life that have gone through um different life experiences and have gone through different childhood traumas and a variety of situations that have really impacted the women she talked to and um, interacted with and how they dealt with themselves and dealt with their lives and saw themselves in so many things but um this is a passage at the very end of the book the last chapter and it really spoke to me because it's really powerful and it's really just, it just speaks a lot to um, kind of who I want to be as a person, as a woman, and really speaks to the joy and the purpose and fulfillment that you get when you realize that God truly loves you, he won't forsake you, and that you aren't a product of your past. You are somebody who has been through certain situations and you're choosing to pull yourself out of the situation and that mindset and be better. And it's just really encouraging for me because, you know, we all go through certain things, but this is just something I was reading to help me. So um, here's a part of it. And I hope somebody else can hear this and 
at least be encouraged or just at least have a smile on your face because it really touched me. So here we go. A woman of force is one who recognizes and celebrates her personal power. A woman of force is one who is busy working, knowing that she is girded with God's strength and favor, which allows her to operate with ease and freedom. A woman of force is one who is living the abundant life, not tied to the limitations of her past. A woman of force is full of good works and charity. A woman of force is one who loves and reveres the Lord. A woman of force shall be praised. Her works and deeds will praise her. She is intelligent and industrious. She is a woman of thrift. She knows the art of stretch and do. She knows the art of stretch and make do. A woman of force is one who is gracious in speech and deliberate in her actions. A woman of force is one who has a personal, intimate relationship with God. She relies on God's strength. She relies on God's wisdom. A woman of force is spirit-filled, spirit-led, and spirit-controlled. She has the fruit of the spirit operating and evidence in her life. She walks tall. She speaks with wisdom and the authority of God. She is a teacher. She is a leader. Other women look up to her, for she is known as a choice jewel amongst God resources. For she is known as a choice jewel among God's resources. You have to take your head off to this sister. She is a manager. She is the woman who is capable of doing what she needs to do and doing it well. You look at this woman. You look at this chapter and realize that this was the first liberated woman. And she's talking about in this chapter, so it kind of makes some sense. Um, okay, um, she is referring to the queen woman in um, the 31st chapter of Proverbs. And this is the part talking about a virtuous woman. And so that's a little bit of context. But as I continue, she did not have a woman's movement behind her. Yet she is a woman full of self-confidence and assurance. She is not swayed by circumstances, nor moved by new situations. She is determined and fortified by the grace of our God. Of course her price is high. She is more precious than any fine jewel. Of course a man would travel to the ends of the earth seeking such a rare individual. What mother said to her son, the king, was that this caliber of a woman would not be easy to find, but she'll be worth it and worth the search. Who can find a virtuous woman? Well, I have the answer to this ancient question. I am one of them. And there are so many more on the scene. For this is the woman who decides on a daily basis what has to be accomplished and sets her face to get the task done. I laugh at the sense of humor that God oftentimes displays to get our attention. Even while I was yet wrestling with whether or not to preach this text, the church that had invited me sent the information to the local newspaper. The week before I was to speak, my picture was in the paper. Under my picture was my name. Under my name were these words, 
a virtuous woman. What truth? This is inner healing. How prophetic. How accurate. For I am a woman of strong force, a power to be reckoned with. For I stand on the authority of my call to ministry. I utilize the pain, the scars, and the brokenness of my past in order to forge new avenues of hope and healing for others. For a woman of force takes the stuff of the past and uses it instead of allowing it to use her. Every day, I choose to say yes to the call of God on my life. Every day, it is not easy. But next to my bed is a framed declaration of my daily choice to journey toward a perfect and more perfect full inner healing. Thank you so much for listening, you all. And with all those lovely words of encouragement and poetry and music, all that being said, please, please find whatever it is for you that makes you love yourself and appreciate yourself and give your energy and your time to that. Life is too short and um, I just really would hope that any woman and every woman truly begins to look at yourself like ourselves and just realize our power realize our worth and start using that force and start using that to make a difference and not only to make the lives of others well but also for ourselves to claim that happiness and to claim that joy and independence and satisfaction for ourselves y'all have a great weekend and we'll be right back here tuesday with a surprise topic Um, But be safe, you all, and do something thoughtful. Have a great weekend again. Love y'all. See you next week. Is it over? I think it is. We should probably go. You just finished listening to an Ashley Milan Brooks original production. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.